0: Welcome back to another episode of the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I am here today with David Ross, a recent new friend of mine who I love dearly and I'm excited to share with you. Welcome, David, to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: It is absolutely my pleasure. I want to introduce you to the audience here um, and just give a little bit of your bio, and then I'm going to have you share your story. But David came into this lifetime with remembrances of times past and with extraordinary gifts and abilities. He works with energy and perceives the subtle realms of sight, sound, and knowingness. He works with all aspects of energetic healing and manifesting. He addresses physical, mental, and emotional systems as well as energetic bodies and fields. He traverses timelines, understanding the ramifications of where we now find ourselves individually as well as our collective trajectory. And I'm going to stop there because I want you to share your story instead of me starting to read into it. And I just love the work that you do. I fully understand the power of it. And as such, I really want to share you with my audience because your work is so powerful in healing others. But how did you get here?
1: Well i was born into a family where everyone has certain gifts and abilities and my father was an extremely gifted healer um a little boy i really just wanted to be normal and fit in and i didn't realize that not everyone in the world was just like me took me a long time to get to this point in my life and my journey and to fully appreciate and realize who i am and how i can help the world and um, that's why we're all here we're here to live a life the meaning of life is to live it and i would encourage everyone to live the best version of themselves and come from a place of unconditional love that's the most powerful force in the universe in my opinion
0: i absolutely agree with you and yet each and every single one of us has our own special gifts and we have a purpose to live in our time on this planet. And yet those gifts can at times put us outside the realm of what does it mean to be normal? And so as um, a, as a child that can be incredibly difficult for many people and I'm sure even though you were born into a family of powerful healers, as you said yourself, all you wanted to be was normal. And so how did that, how did that impact you in getting from childhood into adulthood and embracing this gift that you have been given?
1: Well, I had to learn how to blend in. Uh, when I was about seven years old, I... I remember having a conversation, and I was commenting on what my father's friend was saying, but I was also commenting on what he was thinking. There are two entirely different processes going on there in tandem. And uh, I remember my father told me to go into the next room, and after his friend had left, he scolded me a bit, and he told me that it wasn't okay for me to do that. <laughs> I I assumed everyone did that all of the time, and uh, it changed the dynamic for how I how I sat in the world, and while it was a wonderful way for me to understand where someone was coming from and what was truly in their mind and their heart, I also learned very quickly to only comment on the things that had been discussed. And uh, it, it was tough, and mm-hmm. at a certain point in my life, I had tried to push the the part of me that uh, was not like everybody else uh, to the point of non-existence and i got in a very bad automobile accident December 23rd of 2001 uh, going down the freeway the eyewitnesses explained it as a, a very interesting event it was uh to make a long story short i was going about 70 miles per hour I'd swerved to miss animal, took out about 45 foot of guardrail before my car came airborne, and I was going to hit a massive overpass on Interstate 45. And uh, my eyewitness accounts said it looked like two giant hands made out of pure energy and light reached up, grabbed a hold of my car, and slammed it down onto the interstate. That changed everything for me. Because my gifts and abilities could no longer be contained or held back. It was like a a floodgate had been opened. Uh, It was really tough for me to acclimate for the next few weeks and and over the next year. Because all of my gifts and abilities and a few that I, I didn't even realize that I had came to surface. And... Well, to most people it might seem quite remarkable. To me, it was it was really tough to function in this world.
0: hmm Almost an overwhelm. And yet oh. a very clear sign that you are on this earth for a purpose. Use the tools we've given you.
1: That and that was I... that wasn't
0: your only, you know, near death scenario. No. You've been hit by lightning three times, I believe it is
1: three times directly that I would be willing to speak about. Um, I've had so many near misses. One of the times that I was struck, there were no clouds in the sky. Uh, It was a beautiful sunny day. There's definitely something wonderful and amazing on the other side. Place that I went to seemed like it was more of a a hub, kind of like a train station. I I don't think that that was the entirety of the afterlife. I think that for people that aren't ready to completely cross over, that's where you go. That's at least where I've went each and every time.
0: The waiting room, so to speak.
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful way to put it. It gives me great comfort to know that I was born into this life with memories from past lives, but to truly understand and fully appreciate that this isn't everything. This isn't the end. When it's over, it's not over. It's just a new beginning. It's another stage of the journey. And I completely understand and believe in reincarnation. I've experienced it myself firsthand. And I would encourage everyone in in this lifetime to fully understand and appreciate absolutely everything is made out of energy, pure energy. Vibrating on frequency. A great debate, as science has already proven that, like we needed them to. A great debate is what creates that frequency, what makes thoughts become things. It's consciousness. Uh, You can call it God, you can call it anything you want. But as a human being living a life here now, once you fully understand and appreciate that thoughts become things, when you understand that you are... Quite literally creating your own reality each and every day. And when you fully grasp that and you, you you just surrender to it, that's when life becomes interesting and amazing, just phenomenally amazing. Nikola Tesla had it right. He knew energy and frequency and vibration, uh, it changes the dy- dynamic for absolutely everything. Now, while I haven't quite you know, figured out how to manifest gold coins in my palm out of nothing and nowhere, even the thought of doing that becomes really kind of trivial when I could just manifest the things that I wanted not have to have the coins at all. Coins are just a representation. That's where, where and when you, you really start to think about that, it changes that dynamic as well wealth i do not measure in in dollars and cents or coin i measure it in your quality of life and your experiences the way Mm -hmm. that you choose to live in this life and how we treat others especially those that can do nothing for us and particularly when we think no one is looking it's a true catalyst for who we really are and who we've chosen to be i do a lot of self-reflection
0: I love that and as you say coins or money it's really just another form of energy. It is. And I love the way you look at wealth that's absolutely beautiful. And I want to shift this slightly this conversation. I love that introduction and where you've come from and who you are and how you show up in the world and we'll come back to the people that you serve, but in between I also want to talk about how important it is to look after yourself as a healer. And that's a lesson that you've, you know, really focused on in the last year in particular. And I'd love you to share that story as well.
1: With the gifts and abilities that I have, I've always felt compelled to help others. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes to my own detriment. Uh, recently, in the last eight months, I had a specific day where I had 16 energy clients. It was just too much. And I had become physically as well as energetically exhausted. Mm-hmm. In my service of others, I had forgotten that I still needed to take care of myself. And a little over a year ago, I had, about this time of year, uh, It's a cliche. Everyone uh, around this time of year makes their New Year's resolutions. And I had a few. I wanted to lose 80 pounds, and I wanted to start living a bit more for myself. And it it felt so alien for me to say that. I I felt selfish even contemplating that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's really not where I sit. I don't have any illusions about wanting to live in an ivory tower or drink from a golden chalice. Those things have really no appeal to me. (laughs) But my health had gotten to a point where I worked so much to help others that I really wasn't taking care of myself. And over this past year, currently, I've lost about 75 pounds
0: Congratulations.
1: Uh, thank you. Um, it wasn't as hard as you think. Um, and yeah, to a certain degree, I used some of my gifts, gifts and abilities. I'd learned how to work on myself. That had been something that I'd only been able to do on two occasions throughout my life when I was in dire straits, literally at the edge of death. And now, not only can I work on others with relatively great ease and distance and time are irrelevant i can work on myself which is a really true blessing and i i haven't actually been to see a medical doctor in a very long time Mm. Um, quite delightful actually um yeah it's been a life-changing year for me i have had uh, experience of meeting so many amazing gifted wonderful people and Empowering people to empower themselves. I've even taught a few people how to do what I do. And at first they thought, that won't work. This has to be made up. I was very quick to tell them. And I got in really close. And I said, absolutely everything in this reality is made up. Yes. Everything. (laughs) It doesn't matter what it is. (laughs) Oh, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it when you think about it and you realize that everything is made up and that someone or something made those things up and you realize that you can make up things as well and you can manifest absolutely anything and you fully understand and appreciate this statement the only limitations that we have are the ones that we set for ourselves yes don't limit yourself yes when you're requesting things from the universe, it doesn't matter how small it is or how massive it is, manifest things that are worthy of you, mm. and your hopes, your dreams, and your time. When you do things for the greatest good of everyone, not only on, on, on this planet, and I won't even open up that door too much, but when you manifest things in The great expanse of all that is, is not, and all that ever will be. Ah, dream big. Dream in stereo. When I dream, I dream in color. and It's amazing. My dreams, I've hit a point where I can freeze the frame. I can stop things. I can see how each and everything, all of my choices, everything that I do in my life play out. You've heard of the metaphorical fork in the road. Well, imagine if the fork had many times you can go down each one of these venues and roads and see how absolutely everything will play out, pull yourself back in, come out of the dream, make an informed decision and choice about what it is that you want to manifest.
0: Beautiful. I absolutely love that. And. It comes back to what you were saying that our thoughts are things, and we have the thought. What are we thinking? And I have a favorite quote by Henry Ford: "Whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right."
1: Yes. And I with that.
0: And I just go back to that all the time. I do check-ins with my thoughts and everything that you're sharing that you've learned along the way, and you're. Life in your career, I've also learned through my NLP training work that I've done that literally the same as what you just said. It's all make believe, it's all pretend. We're all creating our own reality. So, what reality do you want to create? And I love what you're sharing about dream big. And, you know, my own experience with that very recently is just with my nonprofit Girls Matter that I know you're familiar with. I just, the, the dream just gets bigger. And as the dream gets bigger and helping keep these girls in school and breaking the poverty cycle, one girl, one family, one village at a time, I'm just being gifted resources left, right, and center. And it's in flow, it's with ease, even to when you and I were talking last week and you were talking about healing people with stage four cancer. And one of our contacts in Kenya, has stage four cancer. And all of a sudden that was a click as to why we needed to meet that day.
1: Synchronicity.
0: Exactly. And it's you've, since, you've since worked with her. So thank you for that. So let's. Yeah.
1: For me, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's okay. for me to be able to work with that young lady was an honor and a privilege. We're here to be of service to others. We're not here to just serve ourselves. And if, if everyone in the world can understand that and 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 fully appreciate that, meaning of life isn't about the things that you acquire. It's not about the the titles and and, and the things and the stations in life that you hold. It's about enjoying the experience. It's about enriching the lives of others. and When you do this, it becomes infectious. Yes. Because when you do something wonderful and nice, even if it's small and, and, and relatively seemingly insignificant, a kind word, opening a door, a gesture, telling someone, wow, that outfit looks really nice on you. These little things become infectious, and, and it, it generates, and it expands, and it creates, and it's oh.
0: And just a smile across the room, a smile across the street. Sometimes I do that just for fun, walking down a downtown city street, you know, where people are just in a rush, on a mission, you know, in their heads. And I will try to catch as many people's eyes as I can and just smile. And it's incredible to watch the effect because they smile back. It's like kind of this slow smile starts, but that smile touched their heart. And once the brain realizes that it touched their heart, then they smile back and I have no idea how that changes their day, but I know that it has in some small way. And so I, I love this work that you do and this message that you're sharing. And I want to dive in and, and have a chance for you to be able to talk about the fact that our body is an amazing biological machine. And then also the work that you do with clients and how you help clients. Um because you your work is so needed in the world today. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show is to share your work with more people. Because so many people... I'm just hearing left, right and center about cancers, chronic illness, diagnosis, etc. And I want more people to know about the work that you do. And not that I want you to ever go back to 16 energy treatments per day. I definitely want you to keep looking after yourself and setting those boundaries. However... Maybe there's others that want to be trained in what you do, and there's still others that are in need and need to know that this is possible, whether it's you or someone else.
1: Well, oh, I jokingly said to a, a group of people at a gathering that I had about seven months ago I had made the comment that I could teach anyone to do what I do. I'm not necessarily sure that it's a, biological thing having to do with my family's genetics it's a matter of having an open mind and i made this comment and i don't remember exactly how i worded it but i i told them that i could probably teach anyone to do the things that i do and somebody chimed in and asked me well if we all know how to do what you do then why do we need you I said, exactly. If, if I could retire next week, even if I went and lived in the wilderness and lived off of the land, wh- whatever, or maybe I could win the lottery. Uh, those things are all there for you if you want to manifest them. But if everyone in the world could manifest and do what I can do, I'd, I'd probably take a vacation. A lot of places in the world that I'm yet to see. I've traveled extensively, but there's some places I would just like to get to go and hang out with uh, for an afternoon or maybe a weekend. And I had one of the the last clients that I visited with on a leg of my journey here in Tucson six months ago. Out of everyone that I'd worked on, I asked her, I said, um, how can I be of service to you? What can I do for you? Because she hadn't said anything. She said, I would really like to learn how to do what, you, what it is that you do so that I can help others. I sat back, getting a tear in my eye thinking about it. Jules? <laughs> truth pumps. but that, that that's what i was looking for and i didn't even realize that i was looking for it that day and I, I didn't think that i would find it with a specific person everyone had discounted this individual as being very cut and dried and i told her i said i can completely teach you how to do what it is that i do and i said right now i'm going to walk you through to charge yourself up and tell you the story and i said if you're willing to practice in front of the mirror, you can work on yourself. And she said, well, if I can work on myself, then why why do I need you? And I said, you don't. That's the beauty of it. You know, I'm, I'm not, not your psychologist. I don't wanna listen to you and ask you how that makes you feel for the next four or five decades. Constantly milking your, your, your bank account. Uh, ideally, I like to help people whether I'm doing volunteer work or or otherwise, I like to get them to where they need to be as quickly as I possibly can, whether that be in one session or several, so that they can start living their lives. You know, yeah. when, when you start manifesting miracles for people, they realize, oh, wait a minute. Miracles are a thing. Mm-hmm. I know it because I experienced it. It changes the dynamic for them completely. <laughs> Oh,
0: absolutely. And what I also know to be true that I'm hearing here is that everything we need, we already have within. We just need to know how to access it. And you're helping people access it because not everybody is as tuned in for one of another term word as you. You were born into that family with that and it came easily to you other people aren't aware they even have that or can access that. And that's where you help them access it and if they want to have it you can help teach them how to have that for themselves which is absolutely beautiful. And I also just want you to clarify because some people might be listening to think to this thinking what is this witchcraft?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, let's just not. talk about that. I've actually had a more clients than you would would think ask me if I practiced witchcraft, voodoo. There were a few other versions of that that I I don't remember the phrasing, but absolutely not. Why would you want to do some backborder version to ask I don't know, maybe a demon or or, uh, an entity or whatever to get you to point where you have what you want when you can manifest it yourself that's the middleman and it's a very backwater version of what i do in this world Uh, there are no deals i don't sign contracts with blood anyway (laughs) for me it's kind of silly um and it is a backwater version of of, uh, manifestation and there's always a price there is no price with me we live in a universe where there is no limitation, truly. Energy, these areas in between you and I, this space that we perceive to be empty of energy, there's more energy in this space than in this lamp that's behind me or these pictures or this wall. What we perceive to be real and tangible has less energy in it for whatever reason than empty spaces we consider to be a void of nothing. Science proved it. Not that we needed them to, but it did. We are at an age of, not only an age of information. And, and that's a tricky thing, too, because information, wisdom, and knowledge are very powerful things. And they can be very easily corrupted. I watch it every day on, on the news and in different venues. And I, I I listen to these people talk, and I'm also hearing what they're thinking, and sometimes very honest person says exactly what they're thinking there's only one voice and i listen to these people and i i sit back and i think there is a miracle an individual completely honest devoid of, of anything but speaking their mind uh, even even as we sit here and speak i've got so many things going on in my mind and different things that i'm calculating and thinking about <laughs>
0: Well, our mind is always doing that, right? Running in the background. Absolutely.
1: When you speak truth, you seldom hesitate or stutter because the truth rolls off of your tongue like a beautiful piece of music. A lie is like sandpaper. You have to think about it. Even if you're the best liar in the world, you'll always have a tell. You know, my tell for everyone is completely different. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyone I've ever met because I'm hearing what they're thinking and uh, but when you speak truth there is no effort everyone has their truth if you told me today what would you like to have for lunch today Mr. Ross I would say do I have to limit it to just one thing I have a buffet Because energetically, that's how I live my life. Uh, I might want uh, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. In fact, the only one thing that I would probably have with my lunch is a really good cup of gourmet coffee. That seems to be my one little earthly pleasure that I really appreciate and enjoy. It brings me happiness. But if I had to, if I could live the rest of my life and, and, and all of mankind could live in peace and harmony and bliss, I'd give up my coffee, I'd give up anything really.
0: And wouldn't it be wonderful to get to that place and there's more and more of us working towards it and so I absolutely love the work that you do because you are a light being and this work that you do, as I said, it is so needed now. And What I also want to chat about is something that you said to me recently that when we come into the world, we don't have constructs and we think we can do anything. And I just want to ask the audience to just take a step back in time. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Everyone else, close your eyes and just go back to when you were two or three or four and look at the world through your own eyes. And you really thought you could do anything at that time. And I want you to take it over from there, David, and just talk about where we get to as we grow up?
1: Most people probably don't remember. I remember remember things from when I was a year old. And after I had my first near-death experience, I remember absolutely everything. I remember the first time I was told, no, you can't do that. And I remember sitting back and thinking, wait a minute, what? What do you mean? Even as a, a, a very, very small baby, I, I was—I believe I was still in diapers at the time. I remember trying to figure out what no meant. Now I knew if I did something and I was told no, and I did it again, I would get in trouble. So I knew not to do it again, but it, it was a very limiting thing. And I—I I started paying attention when my father would watch the the news and uh, whether it was Walter Cronkite or one of these people from years and years ago, it was such a limiting thing. And it, um, for instance, uh, if you have, uh, let's say teenagers and you tell them, we can't do that. We we don't have the money. You know, we can't do this or, 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 and it could be anything. It could be a, a new video game console, it could be an outfit that they want. You're laying a foundation. You're laying a groundwork. Instead of saying or telling someone, I can't or we can't, and then giving them a, a plethora of different reasons of why you can't, why you have to limit anything, say, Well, how can we do this? Mm-hmm. Let's come up with an idea. How do you think that we could manifest? money to make that happen. Do you just want one new gaming system? Would you like a virtual gaming system? I, mean, I I've been talking with my kids recently about Christmas, so I'm learning about all sorts of different things. I would encourage people fundamentally, don't limit your kids. Don't limit your children. You know, the younger generation you can call them the future, but you and I are the future as well. The things that we're going to do in this lifetime. And, and you'd mentioned that, that world that we're getting closer to. We're almost there. I've seen it. I've seen how all of this plays out. And it's going to be spectacular. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. It's going to get a little worse. I'm feeling but better. them But once we hit our stride, a very small percentage of the world is going to show you their worst. Ninety-five plus percent of the world is going to show you their absolute best. We're coming into a golden age. It's been prophesized about through different venues. To call it a golden age in and of itself is limiting. We're coming into the age of no limitations. Absolutely none and some people would say that that's terrifying. What if everybody can have what they want? And guess what? When people are happy and they're living from a place of unconditional love and pure light, the things that they're going to want to manifest are wonderful things, not only for themselves, but for everyone.
0: So beautiful and so motivating. And this show is coming out in... January of 2024. And so I hope the audience just hears what you just shared for hope of where we're all going as humanity and think about how you can play your role in that dream bigger, make sure you look after yourself first and connect with other people that inspire you to be on this path for yourself. One hand up, for the person that's leading the way and one hand bringing other people along with you and together we can do this. So absolutely beautiful. Love that. Thank you, David. And I do want to come back. I would love you if it's okay to share a couple of uh, stories of working with clients and how you've been able to help them in their journey, Um, obviously without any names, but just some stories if you would like to.
1: I worked with a client recently, this year, that uh, she had hit a point in her life where she developed a very rare form of dementia because she had been living with COPD for 30 years. I worked with her for 45 minutes and symptoms that she was having from the COPD were no longer there according to her the issues that she was having with dementia took me about 38 minutes i had to fix work on the one thing and be careful about how i word things we live in a very interesting world legally yes uh,
0: we can't say but, cure <laughs> we well, can't say diagnose we're not doctors here however you can not help a
1: doctor uh, being a doctor would be so limiting at least in in, in regard to that construct, uh, the issues that she was having after I had worked with her energetically. According to her, she was having none of those issues anymore.
0: Beautiful. And imagine 30 years of living with it. And now...
1: somebody tells you... I'm sorry to interrupt. That's okay. Just because somebody tells you something, that's their version of life. That's their uh, doctor. That's their years of medical training. And I n- do not negate the medical community. You know, if you have a gunshot wound or you've been in a, a, a car wreck or you have cardiac arrest or, or you accidentally cut off three of your toes mowing your yard, let me cancel those thoughts because I don't want that to happen to anybody. <laughs> but they have their purpose. Uh, they're like the mechanics for this biomechanical machine of ours, truly. They fix things and and their level of training and skill is sublime in what they do. I just wish that that world would open up a little bit more to infinite possibility and be a little bit more open-minded. The problem with many things in this world come down to money. Mm -hmm. You could fix all the problems in the world right now, politically, if you took money out of politics. My goodness, you are probably going to put my name on a list for saying that on this video. (laughs) Uh, In the medical community, money should not be the the biggest object of uh, appreciation. Uh, When you open up a facility or, or when you've created a new miracle drug, me, the biggest miracle in in this world for me is when I sit with someone, and in many cases, I work with people that have been given a couple of weeks to live, get your affairs in order, call hospice. I sit with these people and they tell me, I don't believe you, and I don't believe in what you can do or what you say, but... I've heard this from this person that was a client of yours or metaphorically I'm their Hail Mary and they come to me and there comes this magical point where they're in surrender and by being in surrender they're open to possibility. Some really interesting, curious shift happens and I get to sit there with them in that moment, whether I'm working on them with the energy coming out of my palms over a great distance or whether I'm working on them directly, usually I have one hand on their shoulder and one uh, palm on their heart face here. They can feel something moving and shifting. It's like a, a little light bulb in, in their mind is kind of flickering like, now, I want to have hope but I don't want to be let down again because at that point, the whole world, all of this technology, all of these different drugs, all of these cures that the medical community has given them, and I don't even know if they would call it a cure, but all of their options have been exhausted. And in that moment, something magical is happening. I listen and when I work on people, I don't work on just one thing yeah, you might be permanently ill, and this might be why they've said that you have two or three weeks left. But if I'm going to work on that, why don't I work on that knee that you injured playing rugby 30 years ago? I have a client, and I won't mention any names. Charming gentleman. Uh, turned me on to a drink called the London Fog. Uh, very nice <laughs> tea and uh, very British. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But you hit that magical moment where everything kind of comes together. And some people say that they can see the energy coming out of my palms. Some say they can't see it, but they can feel it. Some people tell me when I'm working on them that they feel nothing at all. Usually, one to three days later, I get the call. What did you do? And I say, really? me and they say, well, what did you do? And I said, do you feel better? Yeah. Have you been back to the doctor? Not yet, but I have an appointment. Okay. If you feel better and you're actually able to eat food now, in some cases people hadn't been able to eat in weeks, um, you're able to get up out of bed and take a shower and go groom yourself and feel alive again, like you're part of the world so many of the clients I've worked with they have to go get all of these batteries of tests and you know I don't, don't mind at all if you need the test to tell you that you feel great and you need the test to tell you that you're not going to die or whatever it was uh, if you need that for validation you're not hurting my feelings at all my goal is to help everyone on this planet for the greater good of all truly I'm no longer limited to just working on individuals, I work on groups, I work on countries. Sometimes when I'm in deep meditation, I'm quite literally charging myself up, taking that energy from the universe itself and I'm working on the entire earth and everyone and all that is here in this specific construct.
0: It is just absolutely amazing
1: the things Mm -hmm. that we can accomplish when we don't limit ourselves. Yeah. And I would like to say this. I don't want to be anyone's guru. I don't want to be anyone's version of some new messiah. I am not. I remember so many past lives, and in none of them was I ever Jesus Christ. I am not he. I don't want to start a cult. I've been asked so many, oh, you'd be amazed at the people that like to exploit. I'm here for the greatest good of everyone. My mission, my life's work here at this time, and it is truly a blessing to be here, in the here and now, here on Earth. To help open up people's eyes, help open up their minds to infinite possibility. Nobody has to live in lack. There's plenty of everything here. And if there's not enough of something, you manifest it. You bring it into existence and in reality. 200 years ago, there weren't rocket ships or airplanes or automobiles. We take all of these things for granted. This uh, computer system that we're using today to make this video, technology is magic. Nobody really understands it, except for the people that built it And even at at that level, they don't truly understand everything. They had an idea, put it all together, and somehow they made it work. I can get really technical here, or you and I can just enjoy that we're able to talk and speak with one another today and hopefully open up some minds and open people's eyes to infinite possibility.
0: I love that. And... I agree fully with that, and it is so powerful. And as I said, this episode is so full of hope. And I really invite people listening to tune in and feel into that hope and share this with others because there are people who have lost their hope right now. And share this with them so that you can gift that back to them and start to open their mind. So, David, I'm going to do this in a slightly different order. Normally I ask what what does don't wait for your wake-up call mean to you, but I actually want to ask you first to dive into how people can get hold of you and just to talk a little bit about your work because you did mention it briefly, whether you're in person or whether you're virtual. You can do both, so it doesn't matter where the client is. So if you can just talk a little bit about that and the very generous gift that you are offering here today.
1: Well, I can work on people remotely. Uh, Distance is irrelevant. Um, When I work on people remotely, I have them sit and find a comfortable place to sit. Uh, Depending on what level of energy work I'm doing, um, I have a wonderful technique that I call defragmentation. Some people hear the word and they think, oh, that sounds terrifying. Not meant to be terrifying. Human mind is very much like a, a supercomputer. When I work on people energetically, I am literally expanding that human mind and cleaning it up energetically. And by doing that, for instance, if I were working with someone and helping them with addiction, I found this to be a very useful tool for me and it i allow them to sit with this for 48 hours their mind in this 3d construct that i've created while i'm working on them remotely to be expanded and open Uh, there are no negative side effects i would however tell them don't fly an airplane Uh, try not to drive anywhere take the weekend off but watch your favorite shows because uh, the only that i've really been told they have a euphoric feeling like all of the stress and weight of the world has been lifted and Mm -hmm. i've had every single person tell me that uh, their desires for the things that they were addicted to were no longer there they still had the memories of the things that they had done in in their lifetime whether it be their favorite drink or a drug that they used uh, were cigarettes. Sugar is the hardest thing to work with. And food addiction, much harder than, than anything else that I've uh, dealt with energetically in my healing work. Um, I'm sure we all battle with it, especially at the holidays. Uh,
0: because sugar is in everything and because we do have to eat. Whereas the other addictions, you can actually help people stop cold turkey. But we don't stop them eating cold turkey. <laughs> well, cold turkey after thanksgiving or christmas dinner sure but we don't stop them eating entirely because of course that isn't beneficial so that's part of why it's harder i'm assuming
1: it is yes but when i say it's harder and it takes more effort let's say that effort is snapping your fingers well imagine snapping them twice that's the amount of more effort that it takes Once you have control of your mind and your thoughts, and you understand that anything's possible, it changes the dynamic for absolutely everything. And when it comes to your physical body, your physical body is a biomechanical machine. It is. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's beautiful by the very nature of the simplicity of its design, but it's also elegant in its complexity. It's a contradiction in terms. The human body work on it energetically is a bit like working on a Model T. Utilitarian, user-friendly, even a a farmer could work on a Model T. And When it comes to energy work, once you have an open mind and an open heart, and you no longer live with limitations, everything kind of becomes like a Model T. Um, we try to make everything here so complicated. And Don't I, we? <laughs> you know, there's an old song I remember listening to not too long ago on an oldie station. And I think one of the, word, the one of the phrases, all the world's a stage, and we are merely players, dreamers, and purveyors. I think that was a rush song. <laughs> anyway, it's the only station I could get where I was at. But I listened to that song, and I sat back, and I hit my cruise control, and I'm driving my vehicle. And it made so much sense. That we all have a part to play here. The only beauty of this is that instead of coming to a production and, and auditioning for a part, you get to choose your part. You get to choose if you want to be the lead character. Do you want to be the person that sets up the props? Do you want to be the lighting person, the sound person? You know, Do you want to be the, uh, the, the second study? It's all a matter of, of choice and free will. And free will is, while I would venture to guess that if one wanted to, with uh, these types of gifts and abilities, you could force your will upon others, people with these types of gifts and abilities would never do that. Why would you ever? Why would you ever choose to supplant or take away the greatest gift that we have here in this reality? The gift of free will, the gift to choose. We all have the right to choose. You can go have a banana split right now if you'd like to, or you can go hop on an airplane and fly to Singapore, or you can go veg out on the couch and watch your binge-watch your favorite show. Uh, Netflix and uh, Hulu and things like that weren't even a thing you know, thirty years ago.
0: Right. So it ties us back to what you were saying earlier. There are no limitations except the limitations we create in our own minds. And so as we wrap this up, I just want to share your very generous gift, which you are offering to two lucky people, a one hour session with you at the price of only one hundred dollars instead of your regular rate of five hundred dollars. So thank you. Thank you for your generosity. And I hope that, you know, many people hear this podcast, share it with others and experience your work for themselves. And in terms of getting hold of you, um, please share your website so people can find you.
1: My website is davidrossenergetics.com.
0: And I have that in the show notes, so that's awesome. And just to wrap here, and if you can very quickly just let me know what does "Don't wait for your wake-up call" mean to you?
1: Ended up wearing part of that water. (laughs) Didn't expect that to happen um how many times in life have you watched a, a movie where someone had lived their life habitually a certain way for so long uh, this is um the month of december and I, I would use the reference of the character of scrooge you live your life so miserly and, and miserly isn't just about your money Money comes, money goes. You can manifest as much as you want or as little as you want, simply by the choices you make. But what it really comes down to is your time. Your time, when you live a lifetime, is the most precious commodity that you have. Mm-hmm. How you choose to spend your time, and how you choose to spend your time, and who you choose to spend it with is very important. Um If you've got a a free weekend and you have no plans and there's nothing good on TV, go do some volunteer work. You'll be amazed at the uh, incredible people that you will meet. Um, if you have a little bit of extra money or if you want to, let's make this a dual purpose thing. Um, if you're doing your taxes, most people don't donate money to charity. You can actually take off a certain amount of money from your taxable income every year and uh, donate to a worthy cause. You're donating your time. Your money that you earned took your time. Everything here that we have takes our time. I'm taking the time here today, and you have generously gifted me some of your time so that we can get the word out and we can help others. We can open minds and open hearts. You know, and it's beautiful that during the holidays season, people seem to be a little, a little bit nicer to one another. Um, it's almost like we're all on our best behavior. And obviously, you know, I've never met Santa Claus. I'm not going to say that he does or does not exist. Thoughts do become things. And if enough people think about something, something is going to manifest from nothing to nowhere. seemingly. But it's almost like we're on our best behavior. I wish that everyone could spend every day of their life on their best behavior. Do the yeah. right thing because it's the right thing for no other reason. I saw the that. The right line. thing is and always has been its own reward. We've written books about this. We've written plays about it. Now, this has been a, a theme for thousands of years. They even speak about things in uh, biblical texts. Uh, about doing the right thing, honesty. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely.
0: I saw a sign yesterday, and it says, Believe in the Magic of Christmas. And it truly is something about the magic of Christmas that brings us all into our best behavior and believing in the joy, that magic, that allows us to show up in that way. So I love how you finished that, is let's all live every day like that. And that's a beautiful place to finish up this podcast here, David. Thank you for your time coming on, sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, your expertise. And I trust that this episode will get into the hands of everybody that needs to hear it. And a beautiful, hopeful message for the world as we start out 2024. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you for giving me the privilege of your time as well and hopefully by making this video today we can help some people open their minds and more importantly their hearts yeah this is an amazing
0: it is it's beautiful thank you thank you for investing this time with me on the don't wait for your wake up call podcast i'm so glad you joined in If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth. Would you like to have access to a tool that works with the power of your unconscious mind? That means you no longer have to rely on willpower to create the change in your life that you want to change. Sounds amazing, right? It is. And I can teach you how to do this through my one-day self-hypnosis masterclass. When you use the power of hypnosis, which is essentially giving suggestions to your unconscious mind while in a state of trance, and your mind already knows how to go into trance because we are actually in trance 90% of our day, it's just with hypnosis, we're giving our mind these suggestions of what it is that we want to achieve. You can hypnotize yourself into better health, into joy, into passion, into getting to the gym, eating better, living a healthier lifestyle, whatever it is that you're wanting to achieve that until now you've been relying on willpower and perhaps falling off. We can make this happen quickly. We can make it last and we can make it easy because we're using the power of your unconscious mind. So if you'd like to learn more, Click on the link at the bottom of the show notes to my link tree, go to the one day self hypnosis masterclass, all the information's there. It is a super low cost price for this one day session that is super fun, loads of interaction and practice for you, and you will have this knowledge and this skill for the rest of your life. You are worth it and you will love it.